In Titus 2, older women are commanded to teach what is good so they can help younger women love their husbands and children. On today's show, you'll hear from older women who will share timeless, relevant biblical wisdom and personal, profound life experiences to help answer your questions and teach what God says is good so you can be the wife and mother you were created to be. Welcome to another episode of Older Women Likewise. Good evening, viewers. We are so glad you could join us this evening. Allison, how are things going? Great, great. I lived through all of last week when we had the competition. My students in Florida just did, they mopped the floor. With oh, that's great. They did that so well. But I, I was, it took me like two or three days to get recovered from all of that. Sure. So, but I'm ready to go again. I can just only imagine how it must have been. So yeah, it was fantastic. That's wonderful. Cindy is not with us uh, this evening. She's actually at the Florida College Lectures this evening. So uh, we gave her the night off. It seemed like the right thing to do. But we are so glad to have Cherry Armstrong with us this evening. She is the author of a book that you saw in our openings, uh, On My Knees, Bible in Hand. And we are delighted to have you with us this evening, Cherry. So tell us something about yourself and how you came to write this book. All right. Thank you. First, thank you for having me on the program. I, I'm thankful for the opportunity to, to get the word out. Uh, the, the book is a product of my um, several years, almost nine years of taking care of my, my husband. When I say taking care of, I mean physically taking care of. He, uh, my husband was a wonderful man, but he suffered with rheumatoid arthritis his entire life. And the last nine years of his life, he was, he was bedfast. And I was his sole caregiver 24 seven. Our, our daughter helped when she could, of course. I don't want to shortchange her, but she had her own young family and she lived an hour away. So the daily grind fell to me and uh, it was it was arduous. I, you know, I, I say in the book that it's the hardest thing I've ever done. And uh, it was just the way I managed to get through it was exactly the title of my book on my knees with my Bible in my hand. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I just, it just, that's, that's my background. You know, I'm not, I'm not a, uh, um, an educated caregiver. I'm not a, anything like that, but I just have the experience and I managed to get through it and, um, survive it and not only survive it, but I think it helped me tremendously spiritually to go through that. And so that's that's where the book comes from. I know when I read the book, I, I was just so moved by the lessons that you talk about uh, that you learned and the experiences that you went through. Uh, you know, one thing that sticks out to me was how you said that uh, in the evening you would turn down your bed so that to, to that really helped you to know that sooner you know after a while I'll get to go to bed and yeah I can yeah just 
imagine how difficult it might have been. Yeah. Uh, Allison, have you known someone or have you had a similar experience? Well, uh, one of my closest friends right now, actually here in Georgia is down in Florida with her mom helping relieve her. She's a caregiver for her mother and her husband. And so I, I, it was so funny. I was talking to her at the gym and I was like, oh my goodness, you're not going to believe this. You've got to read this. This would be so great for your mom. You would love this. But also for me, um, as the mother of a child who had a, a pretty severe learning disability, I related to this very closely. In fact, I was telling them before the show <laughs> that when I was reading it, I was at the gym and I was on the elliptical and I was reading it on my phone and it just touched me so, uh, I don't know, so deeply that I was weeping. And I was like, I had my towel, so I was like, you know, maybe people just think it's sweat, you know, <laughs> as I'm crying, because it just really, and I know yours was about taking care of your husband, but so many of those emotions that you talk about and the strategies that you use, I think are um, applicable to many different people, multiple different things, um, you know, even just moms with kids, you know, we're at caregivers of that. It just really struck me. I really connected to it. Well, thank you for saying that, Allison. And and when I wrote it, I, I did write it with a caregiving background. Uh, and I did hope that it would help people maybe in your situation or, or who were taking care of, you know, anybody. Mm -hmm. But I, I truly feel because God's word is universal that it will it is could be beneficial to anyone going through any kind of tough circumstances because the answer is always the same. Look to God for your answers. That's exactly right. And a, and a really good point. And I, I wondered uh, just as I was reading it, how, you know, a lot of people go through caregiving situations. Uh, a lot of women do with children, as you say, with parents, with spouses, but they don't write a book. And I just wondered what was the prompt that okay. really got you to put pen to paper? <laughs> okay. Well, there, there were two really. Uh, one, I had been taking care of Jeff for so long and that was really all I could do. I, I felt like at, for that period of time, that was my ministry. I, I couldn't teach classes mm -hmm. at church. I couldn't, you know, this was, this was all I could do. And when that was over, I just, I felt like, well, I need to find something else to do now. I need to serve God somehow. Mm -hmm. And and I had been so focused on our situation that I really couldn't take notice of what was going on in other people's lives. And so when I was able to look up from, from my situation and look around, I, I realized there were three or four other people just in my congregation going through what I had just finished. And I thought, I have learned so much through this because what happened was I had, as I would read and, and pray every evening, I, I, I found these, this co a collection of verses that helped me that just jumped off the page at me. And I thought, you know, I could put that together and maybe help somebody else who's going through this. Mm -hmm. So it was a twofold reason. It, it was for me. And it was, it was because I thought, you know, I could help someone else with this. Yeah. Yeah. And Allison, you were sharing earlier that you had talked to some of your friends about tonight's 
program as well. I you? did. There are several friends who have um, parents that they're either taking care of or have friends. And I was like, you got to get this book. You got to read this. And we are going to put the link in the comments for those of you who are interested. Yeah, yeah. we've got a, uh, we want to share the link for how to find the book so that you can uh, purchase this book. And I could see, frankly, how wonderful it would be as a loving gift for someone who is going, is through, going yeah. through a caregiving experience or who has gone through it because the lessons cherries are still good after aren't you i mean this was a big experience for you but oh yeah they're they're they last they mm -hmm. last past the caregiving experience right. and that's that that was that kind of goes to my point i think it would help people who are going through any kind of tough situation mm -hmm. because what I try to do is get them to refocus back on God's word mm -hmm. and how it helps. I, I think that's one of the most underutilized resources that God has given us that we, we don't use it the way we should. Right. So, Go ahead, Allison. When we think about how we can use this for the glory of God, you know, your situation, this book, um, I was this past weekend, I was in Orlando with um, my groups were competing and I was warming one of the groups up. And you know how children, it's very easy for information to go out, but especially when they're excited, it's very difficult for information to mm -hmm. get in. Right. And so we were we were practicing. And then all of a sudden, as soon as the music would stop, they would start talking. And especially one person. And so, you know, I don't go straight to public humiliation. I try not to. Right. So I was like, okay, guys, you gotta, we, we gotta get back on track, everybody. And they're quiet. We start again. But as soon as the music ended, this one person kept talking, kept talking. And um, when you're in a room full of divas, right. You have to out diva them all. In fact, my girls have purchased a shirt for me that says the alpha diva, right? Uh, okay. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, none of y'all are going to out diva me. Like yeah. you're going to learn. Okay. So I had to kind of pull a little bit of scary Miss Allison out of the box. And I got down right in front of her and I said, stop. I am speaking. And I think we do the same thing with God. I think we're so busy. Information goes out. God, I need this. I need this. I need this. I need this. And information's, but we don't take the time to let it come in. And sometimes a situation like what Miss Cherry has, it's God's way of saying, stop. I am speaking. And I, I hate that the, we learn so easily through pain, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's how we train animals, right? You swat them. Unfortunately, that's how we learn. And I feel like sometimes for me, especially sometimes something has to get right in front of me and say, stop, I'm trying to talk to you and you're just letting stuff come out, but you're not letting stuff come in. And I think I, we start thinking of ourselves. We just become self-absorbed mm -hmm. and it causes all kinds of bitterness and depression and because we're only letting things go out and not allowing God, allowing time to listen to what God has to say. Yeah. I, you know, I've, I've always thought prayer without Bible study is just a one-sided conversation. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
And I just think your book really, um, the way I looked at it with all the scriptures, it was like you had this time to sit there and really cogitate on it, to really think and ruminate and chew on it. And it was so nice to see scripture, scripture, scripture. And that had really been well thought out. I, I mean, I really enjoyed it. It was like, oh, I kind of felt like I was, I didn't have to chew it up myself, right? <laughs> right there. And it was just lovely. Well, yeah. Thank you, Allison. And I did have time to, to yeah. think, I, you know, I took some, some months after he passed away to, to just rest and recuperate because it was an exhausting right. you would have time. To. And then it took me another year probably to get this. I worked on it on and off, you know, for a long time. And uh, I just, I just feel like that's, that was what I was supposed to do. Mm -hmm. I was supposed to share this, all these lessons that I had learned. Right. right. And what's nice is, with the book, you kind of get the benefits without the trial. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> it's better if you learn it for yourself through your own experience. And I'm sure most people can relate to it, but it is lovely to have the benefits of the book without having to go through what you went through. Well, I kind of look at it as a roadmap. You know, the, the verses that I that spoke to me that I have put in the book were very helpful to me, but there may be others that right. are more helpful to, mm -hmm. to you than these. And so I just want to get people thinking in that direction, get them on the right road. And hopefully they will, they will get benefit, you know, themselves. Right. One of the things I wanted to comment on being an old English teacher is the <laughs> formatting of the book. I know I saw creative writing. We always look at these things. The formatting really struck me. I've read a lot of books about grief and about caregiving and, and so forth, but this was such a unique way of putting the information together. Um, I like the way that you tell a personal story, you, you know, you give the information, but then you so well have the verses. And as you say, it's not a book that is, let me tell you about what happened to me. Or let me tell you about all the different sources, resources for caregivers, you know, all the earth, earthly things. But it really is a book about God's word where you have uh, the chapter that really spoke to me was about anger and resentment. Uh, you wrote, we're afraid to be angry with God, even though he knows our hearts. And I thought, yeah, we are, you know, uh, and even though he already knows what we're thinking, and that right. was that one, so that one struck me. But then you talk about what God taught me, and anger is not productive, usually causes more harm. And then you give us a scripture, James 1 and verse 20, for the anger of man does not achieve the righteousness of God. And I, I just you do that on every chapter, and I just really like that, that the focus is not on the difficulties of caregiving or what resources that you need or what's going to happen so much as here are the lessons that you learned that I learned from caregiving and that anybody else can learn. And, and I just love the way that, that the book is laid out. Uh, this was unique, a, a unique formatting for me. And I, I just really, I think it really speaks to, the Bible student in all of us that we want to know what the Bible is telling us. And you really give us, like you said, a lot of verses. And there's even, I, I like how there's room at the end of each chapter where 
I can write in my own things that, that really. Right. And that, yeah. and that's what I hope the readers do. Uh, yes. the, the organization is, it may be a little unorthodox and maybe that's just the way my brain works. But what happened was I had all these verses that I'd collected and I, and I would, if, if one particularly spoke to me, I would just write it in a notebook and, and I could always go back to it if I was feeling the same way. And so in my mind, the, the verses just kind of organized themselves around the, the emotion that I was feeling at the time. Mm. And so then I think the benefit is, you know, caregivers are really busy people. And the benefit is once they've read the book and if they're having a particularly bad day with some particular emotion, they can just flip to that chapter mm -hmm. and and mm. and kind of get refreshed on that. So it, the, it was the format is intentional, but it was also just kind of a product of the way my, my brain organized yeah. things. Well, I thought it was great personally. And, and I, I think so. I think it really, uh, the chapters name, some of the, the chapter headings, uh, that you have Cherry, in the well, book uh, was one. Yeah. There's a, I, I kind of went through, in my mind, this is as as they as the emotions happened, you know, sorrow, anger, self-pity, helplessness. I mean, who of us have not felt helpless right. in some situations? Mm -hmm. Fear, isolation. And I, even though I did not have that the last two years in mind, I'm sure we've all felt some isolation the last few mm -hmm. years. Uh, weariness. And then, it, you know despair, confusion about what's going on. And then the, the chapter that I really enjoyed writing was the, the next one, which is Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And and that that I learned actually to be thankful for what we were going through because of all these other lessons I had learned. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow, that is great. Allison, was there a chapter that really struck you? Um, I really liked um, the chapter on self-pity. Um, that sounds terrible, doesn't it? Uh, but I really did. There was one thing she said that was, um, why is the wrong question? So I know for me personally, it's like, why did this happen to me? Like, why did it happen to my child? And, you know, and then you start down the toxic road of, well, why did she deserve this perfect, obedient, really intelligent child? Why did she get that? Because this is not what I ordered. Like I ordered what she got. And right. then, you know, and you start saying, why is this? And I love that you put it into words. Like there is no answer to that. Even if you found out the answer to the why, it's not productive. It doesn't matter. These are the cards that you have. Start playing them. And I, I just... I, I don't know if I had recognized that as a toxic thought, but when you said that, I was like, yes, girl. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. um, I just really like that. And you talked about comparison as well. It just, and it says, choose to grow, choose to learn or find out what am I supposed to learn from this? So you take those negative thoughts and you turn them into a positive thing that actually glorifies God. Instead of tearing other people down or leading to bitterness and depression, it, it really just kind of builds you up. And she said, choose to grow, choose to run towards God. And I, I just love that. I was like, yes, that's right. 
Well, you know, I've always thought hard times either make us run away from God or toward God. Yes. And you have a choice. Yes. And I think sometimes you don't necessarily recognize that's what you're doing until you're pretty far down the road. Right. But this is kind of like, okay, that was a red flag. I think maybe I need to slow down and retrain my thoughts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In the chapter on isolation, uh, you write about how that um, uh, friends or families, people at church, uh, that they would try to help you or they'd say something or, you know, they'd try to do something. And it, it wasn't the, the, what was needed or wasn't the right thing at the right time, or it was misguided or something. And, and uh, your husband, it says, would shake his head and say, they don't have a clue what we go through. Yeah. And, and I thought your comment there was so good that you didn't want them to know because you didn't want others to have to go through what he was and what you were uh, together going through. And my daughters and I uh, were talking about, I think I've mentioned on the show before, we have a regular weekly devotional on Zoom. We have been since the pandemic uh, has been going on. It's been such a blessing to us. But I was talking with my older daughter and uh, who also raised a, a special needs child. And she said, she just learned to say, bless their hearts. They're just ignorant. <laughs> and she said, and uh, that, you know, not ignorant, mean and dumb or stupid, but just they don't know. Uh, right. And Lack of knowledge. Was, not. Yeah. And don't you think if people really knew what was going on, uh, that they would they would want, you know, they would know what to do better. But yeah. And, and I'm sure right. you found people, their hearts were good. They were in the right place. They just. Right. And, they and but that can't. It, that can't help but make you feel isolated because mm -hmm. you feel like you're the only one going through this. Right. And yeah. even in other caregiving situations, Allison, we were talking, you know, your, your situation is different from mine, even though they're similar. It's, mm -hmm. I don't, right. I don't know the problems that you faced. You don't know the problems that I faced right. and we just have to deal with them, but it does make us feel isolated. And, and as I pointed out in that chapter, that's a very dangerous emotion to have because right. Satan wants us to be by ourselves. Right. Right. That's to feel like you're the only one. Right. Yeah. yeah. That you're the only one getting treated this way or something. Exactly. Yeah, so um we know that um your book is published by Gospel Armory and we're going to uh, give that uh on the website uh, or rather on our uh, Facebook comments as well. And uh, are you have it at other places where people can buy it? Is it, it is. Available? It is available through Amazon. Mm -hmm. uh, and the only uh, brick and mortar store that I know that had any is uh, CEI Publishing in Athens, yeah. Alabama. Okay. Uh, I don't know if it's on their website, but I know mm -hmm. that they did have some in the store. Well, we I think this is I think Allison and both I both agree. And you probably can tell uh, our viewers can tell. We really recommend this. This is really a, a good Bible-based book and not just a, a self-help book, you know, that with, with worldly knowledge, but so much of God's word in it. And uh, Cherry, we just really appreciate the work that you've done in writing this and presenting it and making it available for so many. And it is a, a, a really, a, I hate to say a quick read. I mean, it's not a huge book. 
that right. a caregiver or somebody who's helping a caregiver. Yeah. You can read it while you're on the elliptical. At the on the elliptical. <laughs> And and that was also intentional, yeah, uh, partly absolutely. because I'm not a, a very wordy person, uh, yeah. but also uh, it's like I said before, caregivers are busy. This right. is something they can pick up while yeah. they're, you know, sitting in the doctor's office waiting. Yeah. For, you know, whatever. Right. And 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 hopefully get some benefit out of it that way. And, well, and Allison. What I really liked and um, what I found really appealing was that it was, you know, you went through the fear and the self pity and those uh, and then ended with the thanks uh, with Thanksgiving. And it was like there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And it was very um, I don't know. I really liked that you ended it that way. Or I don't know. Was that the last one? It was towards the end. Um yeah. One of my friends, when I lived in Florida, she was a part of a ladies Bible class that I had when her son, he was in elementary school with my children. He was on a four wheeler. He ran it into a tree and it killed him. He was probably eight. And about 10 years later, it, it took quite a bit for the process to kind of wheel itself out. But I remember her coming to Bible class and saying, this is going to shock you when I say this, but his death was one of the best things that ever happened to my family. And it's shocking, but she said it made all of us dig in and press in closer to God. And it has made us closer as a family and closer to God. And it just, it sounds so like it takes your breath away when you hear that, but it's that Thanksgiving of, you know, just like I said, unfortunately, pain is what makes us change mm -hmm. our behavior or really press in or get our attention. It's this, um, I don't want to even say burden, but thank you. You know, when you even reference James, when he says, count it all joy, my brethren, mm -hmm. when you encounter various trials, it's true that while you're going through it, it's not pleasant. But when you get to the other side, you're a better person. Exactly. Exactly. You're better equipped to serve God. And luckily you wrote this book to even help more people. Right. Well, and, and that's, um, I, I did, I did mention that. And I, I don't know if it's in that chapter or, or it may be, I think the final chapter I call grief, which is my version okay. of the grief that I went through. And I think in that chapter, I mentioned how when it was over and uh, our, our uh, minister was asking me about, you know, if I was how I was doing and whatever. And I told him, you know, I'm going to be fine emotionally. I'm going to be fine financially. Not that I'm rich, but, you know, I'll be able to manage. But the one thing I worried about was my spirituality because. <laughs> I had become so close to God during that time and yeah. I did not want to lose that connection. Right. It, it made such a connection and I just didn't want to lose it. So I have kind of doubled down on trying to, mm -hmm. to do, to do Bible study and to serve other people just, just because I don't want to lose what I found through that. Right. Right. That's beautifully said. Thank you so much. And I, I, we just appreciate your being with us. Uh, this evening and, and presenting these thoughts and this information uh, for us. And thank you for all the 
hard work that you went through in writing this book to be a benefit to other caregivers uh, well, as well. I, I, it, it was beneficial for me to to kind of analyze it and get it get it down on paper. Mm -hmm. And if I could mention one more thing in the Great. book, I think the 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 real point of it, aside from helping caregivers, is that the it's the power of God's word. Mm -hmm. When I saw the change in myself mm -hmm. over this period of time. And I've got this in the book that it, it's I, sometimes I look at it and I think, how did how did that happen? You know, but if you read, I, I include at the end a couple of different prayers that I wrote during during that time span. And one of them, you know, it's you know, it's helped me. I, I, I know I should do this, but help me do, you know. The next one is thank you for making me go through this because and, and I list a whole line of things. And and to me, that's that's one of the parts of the book that I'm proudest of that because that sh really shows the only change was more Bible study. It mm -hmm. wasn't that our, circum our, our circumstances actually got worse. Right. But the change from those in that time period, it's just a testament to what God's word can do for us. Very good. Very good. Thank yeah. you so much. That's well said. Uh, changing gears a bit, viewers. Next week, Cindy and I are going to be talking about time management techniques on Older Women Likewise. That'll be on Thursday evening at 8 p.m. next week. Uh, Allison will have the night off, so everybody gets a night off, except for our producers, of course. <laughs> but <laughs> we are uh, looking forward to that lesson next week. Uh, also, uh, viewers, don't forget about uh, watching Answering Religious Error on Tuesday evenings at 8 o'clock Eastern and uh, 7 o'clock Central. And also on uh, Answering Questions, uh, Wednesdays at noon, we there is a question and answer period that uh, you will find very beneficial and very uh, enlightening and encouraging as well. So and uh, Allison, you're going to tell us about a special yes. opportunity. Yes, we want to give a little shout out to um, some of my friends. Um, Wesley Chapel is having a ladies' day um, there in Florida, Saturday, February 26th, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. We're going to put a link to get registered, uh, registered if you're interested um, in the comments. Their theme is loved with an everlasting love based on the scripture Jeremiah 31.3. And while it's a local ladies' day, it's going to be a Zoom right. opportunity. So no matter where you are, uh, you'll be able to uh, register and they'll send you the log on to the Zoom for that day. And uh, I've done some of the uh, Zoom classes uh, like that where I'm just one of many. And it's great because it you really can get a lot of, of enlightenment uh, from that as well. So. Uh, yeah, and, um, their speakers are Lindsay Skinner, Brooke Ward, and my friend Kathleen Trigg. Uh, very so good. She's wonderful. She'll be absolutely fantastic. Very good. Thank you. I, I'm glad. I've been to the to their uh, in person several years ago, okay. uh, but was really delighted to see that it was a, going to be a Zoom class as well. And uh, viewers, we appreciate your comments. We saw a few that have come across the screen. 
for us. And uh, we, uh, again, Cherry, we thank you so much for being with us this evening. And we'll uh, tell everybody good night. Well, thank you for having me. And good night, everybody. Good night.